can we get people to vote uh, by tricking them on dating apps? That's what we're gonna have a conversation about, kind of. Okay, joining me is Christina Sinsun Ramirez. Uh, she was a, a candidate in Texas recently. She's the uh, executive director of Next Gen America. And uh, Christina, tricking might be a, a loaded term. I think that's unfair, that's unfair. We're not <laughs> tricking people, we're telling them in our profiles. Uh, you know, they're organizers, volunteers with Next Gen America. Like our profilers literally say, don't be surprised. I'm gonna ask you about your registration status, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's break it down. Okay, so I wanna talk about this, then we'll talk about Next Gen and, all, and, and everything else too. Uh, but as I read the stories about what you guys are doing, there's one thing I just couldn't understand. So is it, of course you guys are not actually catfishing people. Like, oh, come this way, come this way. Just kidding, now you're gonna be forced to vote. <laughs> you came to the polling booth, you didn't know we brought you to the voting booth. Right, uh, red polling booth lobster. Um, no, uh, so what, what do they see when they go on there? And how do you lead them to voting through the dating apps? So when someone, we have, thousands of volunteers across the country and organizers. And so people are on Bumble, Hinge, um, and Tinder. And on Bumble, there's also BFF, you know, people finding their best friends. And so they'll see our bios are things like um, hot girls, gays, and they's vote, are you registered to vote? Um, young people can swing elections. Um, I'm an organizer with Next Gen, let me tell you about voting. There's nothing sexier than someone that's registered to vote. So it says all kinds of things in our bios, um, our volunteers. And then when people, they start a conversation, just like a lot of folks do about what they care about. And our volunteers will talk about issues they care about and then invite the other people to share what they care about and then ask them if they're registered to vote or if they uh, need to check their registration status and they help them do that. I see what you did there. So you put in the, you can swing an election in the swinger section, I got it. <laughs> we need to help you help us with our framing. I hadn't even thought about that one yet. <laughs> okay, so um, does it work? Yeah, we have, so we're, um, we did the program in Arizona in 2020 as a pilot program and we saw a lot of success with it. You know, there was a lot of folks um, going to dating apps um, because of COVID, a huge increase of people using um, dating apps, um, a 90% increase across the country. And then also we've seen in Gen Z and millennials, some studies have shown that 35% of young people are just going online on, on things like Bumble to find friends. So it's it works, um, we've been tracking people and seeing their um, and making sure they're getting registered. And because it worked well in Arizona, now we're pushing it out to um, seven other states across the country. And next gen, you know, we are texting millions of young people. We're registering hundreds of thousands of young people. We are the largest youth voting rights organization in the country. And so we want to make sure we're everywhere young people are, including on dating apps. So it's not the only way they hear from us, but it is a key way that we're sliding into people's DMs and making sure that. They know when, where, and how to vote, and why it's important. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so um, I'm going to come back to that in a second, but I'm going to divert for a, a sec because it's related to the same topic. You you ran for Senate in Texas, and you did really well. You barely uh, missed the the uh, the top two, right? Which would have gotten you into yeah. uh, a different category in another election, etc. Um, but you chose not to run again and do this. Out of curiosity, why? 
Yeah, and there's actually a congressional seat that opened up in my district, but I decided not to run. There's some other great people running, including Greg Casar, a young millennial as well himself that's running as a progressive. I decided not to run because I was able to bring Next Gen to Texas and Texas is the third youngest state in the country. You know, people have an image of our state of white cowboys, and there's a lot of great old white cowboys in our state, but our state is actually majority young, brown, and black. So one in three eligible voters is under the age of 30 in Texas. Um, only Utah and Alaska are younger. And if you change Texas, you change the entire country. And there has been total lack of investment and belief in the power of young people, especially young people of color in our state. And so when I became the executive director of Next Gen America, part of me taking this job was a requirement that they come to Texas. And Texas now makes up one of the largest line items of any state just because of sheer size of Texas. Um, And so now we are the largest youth voter mobilization group in the entire state. And I really do believe if you change the state, you change the entire political calculation, not just for an election cycle, but a generation. And young people in this state have that power. That's actually a secret that a lot of people don't know about California. It's a very young state, and that's why it went overwhelmingly for Bernie Sanders as he lost in a lot of the older states on Super Tuesday. He still won here convincingly, and it's mainly based on demographics. So that leads to two questions related to the core mission of what you guys are doing. So number one, I always talk about the polling that shows how overwhelmingly progressive younger voters are. Mm -hmm. How true is that in your experience? Yeah, so there are 65 million young voters across this country, and they are overwhelmingly progressive. Um, you know, they're the voters that voted for Bernie Sanders, but they're also voters that want action on climate change, that support healthcare for everyone, that support LGBTQ equality, that want racial justice and policing reform. So on every single issue, young voters are far. Uh, are like pushing the Democratic Party, right? Um, In my experience, young people are really key voters um, in the progressive and Democratic camp. Even if they don't see themselves as Democrats, they're still overwhelmingly progressive. Um, But I think what's key about young voters, one is that they have been turning out in larger numbers in part because of the work of Next Gen and many others across the country and also amazing insurgent candidates that are progressives inspiring young people. But demographics you mentioned because California is so young, demographics are not destiny. Bernie also won California because he put money into young voters and he spoke to their pain and to their power. And that's what's really critical. It's not enough for people to just believe that one demographics will make shifts in this country after the census or to believe that candidates can win just because they're Democrats. Young voters are super savvy and they want big, bold policy change that's gonna create structural change in this country. And you can see by their voting patterns, that's who they're voting for. In fact, I mean, I don't wanna talk about this too much, honestly, but. There's going to be an issue for Democrats because the younger voters are almost all progressives and will vote against incumbent Democrats who are corporate Democrats, which is 90% of the party. So I don't know if I'm letting out a secret and we should just instantly stop talking about it. But it, 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 or have you seen like older Democratic donors or establishment people start to slowly backpedal out of the room when they realize how progressive those voters actually are. You know, what I have seen is one, there's, I think there's two things that need to happen in the Democratic Party. What I remind the young folks that I work with is, you know, we are in a moment where we have inherited a massive 
climate catastrophe, right? A climate crisis, grotesque income inequality and a democracy in decline. And I truly believe that the only thing that will save this country and our planet is the power of young people and their boldness and imagination and their refusal to just make change on the margins, but actually challenge the entire status quo. That being said, there are some people within the Democratic Party who that scares. Um, but look, you can't have it both ways. You can't expect to hold power without relinquishing power to the people that need it. And so uh, we have come a long way in the Democratic Party. Remember a few years ago when Bernie ran and people said $15 an hour was crazy or that canceling student debt was crazy. Um, those things are now at the center of the Democratic Party. And we just have to make sure that we continue pushing on the other issues. And ultimately, young voters are key progressive voting block, and they're not going to show up unless there is real policy change. And I think that that's the other key message to the more moderate wing of the Democratic Party. You can't have it both ways. So Christina, we're going to get to that core issue in a second. But let me just clarify for the audience, $15 minimum wage is, and the other issues that you mentioned, are at the core of progressive priorities and they're at the core of democratic lies. But Democrats don't want to do that and they just showed it. So those corporate Democrats are in the exact conundrum we're talking about because they want and need those younger voters. But under penalty of law, they do not want to deliver for those younger voters. So they'll pretend that relieving student debt is at the core. But in reality, there's nothing stopping them, even the Filibuster and the parliamentarian can't stop him on that. Joe Biden can do it under executive authority. He's choosing not to because he never meant it. He was lying all along. So the Democratic Party has to figure out who they are. You know, if if they're the serial liars that are the moderate Democrats, well, it doesn't matter that we have the most progressive younger generation. At some point, they're going to go somewhere else. And in fact, I think they're beginning to. I think that there's some of them are even peeling off to the right wing because they're in desperately looking for someone who isn't obviously lying. So then that gets to the question of when are these mythical people will say, I believe in them. I believe in them with all my heart, right? But people will say, when are these mythical younger voters ever going to show up to make a difference in these elections? Well, I mean, in 2020, we had the highest youth voter turnout in American history, and they went and defeated fascism. We would still have Trump in office if it weren't for the power of young people across this country. Um, you know, the the newest census came out, and it says. Look, we are a diverse and growing country and the power of young people is huge. It's a huge political force. But again, demographics are not destiny. I also think, you know, as an organizer and at NextGen, we are pushing the Biden administration to deliver on student debt and not just cancel 10,000, but which was the campaign promise, which is to go above and beyond that. This is an economic uh drain for an entire generation of Americans. And ultimately at NextGen, we're not just fighting to cancel student debt. We believe that college should be affordable and free for every single American. That we're way behind our partners and nearly every other industrialized nation on the planet. And so you know we're fighting towards for that long-term progressive change. But as an organizer, I always say like we don't sit out an election. We organize and keep fighting until our demands are met. And we have come a long way. We're still not where we need to be, but that's why we keep voting, organizing, mobilizing, and demanding the change that we know we deserve. Christina, 
here's a tip where you probably can't use, I don't know, your organization's infrastructure. But what we're doing is we're telling young progressives, go out and vote in primaries. Vote against Democratic incumbents and vote for progressives in those primaries. Because that's something that'll actually make a difference. And that's something where they could have a huge impact. Telling them that Joe Biden isn't lying to you just isn't gonna work. And and so, Christina, I'll make a terrible prediction here. I and I and I'll do it in the context of an excellent point you just made. I don't want people to gloss over it. I know, and I showed it after the election. It was younger voters that got Biden the victory. It's not just that they exist, all the voters got him the victory in a sense. It was the margin of the younger voters that made mm-hmm. the difference, right? And so the terrible prediction is they're not gonna show up next time. The, the, the Democrats lied too many times. It's the boy who cried wolf. So when the younger voters don't show up in that margins, 2024 is gonna be a bloodbath. I mean, here's where I think is that we also have to push and organize. I will always say for me, it's never been I'm a progressive that cares most about people, not about a single politician, not about a party. And that's how we are at Next Gen. Ultimately, we are progressives, but we are fighting for progressive change. That extends beyond one party or one politician. And if 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 the party that most aligns with us is wrong on an issue or not where they need to be, we keep organizing. I think we can push and push until we win and get the Biden administration to cancel student debt. I'm gonna keep organizing until that happens. Yeah, and by the way, that's what I'm doing now. The only way that you're gonna get Biden to move on it is by humiliating him. Because otherwise, the only thing he cares about is his own ego and legacy. If you don't embarrass him, he'll just do what his donors want. I mean. But it's also like political calculation, how young people, we just finished all of these studies across states. Young people, their number one issue that they're talking about is economic anxiety, deep economic pain for an entire generation. More young people live with their parents today than at the end of the Great Depression. And a lot of older folks don't understand this. Young people aren't just like, you know, living in living in a, their parents' basements because it's fun. They're living there because they have an enormous amount of student debt. And so um, the political need for the Biden administration to cancel student debt is advantageous for them. If nothing else, we hope that the administration will see that it is in their best political interest for survival to cancel student debt for millions of Americans. Look, already today, one in five student debt borrowers are in default already. People aren't even able to pay it back. It's a ridiculous burden and it's a bubble that's ready or already bursting. Well, the number one guy who doesn't understand that unfortunately is Joe Biden. If you remember during the campaign, when asked about the pain that millennials and Gen Z are going through, he said, "Oh, give me a break. They don't have it bad at all. It's just a weirdo, cranky old man who didn't mean anything he said. If he's the candidate in 2024, we're in deep trouble. The guy's hooked on donor money, like a total addict. And so, Christina, if you don't move him, and it's all on you. It's all on me. It's all on me by myself in my living room here. Yeah. If seriously, if we don't move him together on at least ten thousand dollars in student debt. No young person is ever going to believe anything he says, and we're going to get killed by fascists in 2024 politically. Well, I, let's get it. Let's get it done because I think we can get it done. But we've got to keep pushing, like on your show and folks organizing and voting and saying, "Hey, this is my number one issue." 
go make the policy change that you have the power to do in your pen with your pen right now. All right, Christina Simpson Ramirez fighting the good fight. Thank you so much, we appreciate it. Thanks so much, take care. Uh, are younger uh, voters, uh, especially younger Democratic voters, um, frustrated with Joe Biden uh, and Democratic leadership, or am I making it up? Well, let's find out. Uh, we're going to talk to Kyla Frank. She's a National Student Organizing Manager uh, for Unpack, and that's an interesting pack. Uh, Kyla, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on. No problem. Um, well, it looks like some of you guys were so frustrated you went on a hunger strike uh, for voting rights. So tell us who went on the hunger strike and what happened with it. Yeah, most definitely. And so we actually went on two hunger strikes. The first one happened in January, um, in December, um, and we launched on December 6th and went on to hunger strike for 15 days. And that was with young people in Arizona. And when we moved to DC nationally, the hunger strike, the second hunger strike we went on was with more young people and also faith leaders. We were also joined by over 100 people nationally doing um, solidarity hunger strikes alongside of us. Um. Yes, I don't have to ask if it worked, it didn't. It's not because you aren't wonderful and, and, and went through so much. And I know that, for example, Professor Larry Lessig was involved in those hunger strikes from Harvard. He's the godfather of getting money out of politics, a wonderful guy, wrote part of the voting rights bill. And and he, he couldn't stop gushing about it. He thought it was a wonderful experience and you guys re-energized them and then there's all the faith leaders that you refer to who've also been on the show and have said wonderful things. But yet, the people who control power were entirely unmoved. Mm-hmm. So, well, let me start it this way, that line of questioning. So, you know, Manchin and Cinema blocked reforming the filibuster, which means that you couldn't get the voting rights bill. But it appeared to me that Pelosi, Schumer, and Biden barely did anything to move them. Um, am I the crazy one or did it was a perception of the people who participated in those hunger strikes that democratic leadership didn't do much? Um, I definitely hold some of those same um, or similar sentiments. That's exactly why we went on the sucker hunger strike is because we saw that Biden and Schumer, they had made commitments, which is why we suspended the first strike. But there was no movement being made on making sure that the bill finished and went across the finish line. And so it is extremely frustrating for everyone who participated to see that this bill failed. And it's not because of all the senators, 48 senators did vote yes on it, but it is hard because the Democratic Party has promised so much and have delivered barely anything. And again, corruption runs on both sides of the political aisle. And so the political will from the Democratic Party to get this bill passed was just not there, clearly because they could not bring Manchin and Cinema to the side and voting yes. Yeah, none of them, none of them did anything. To be fair, the, the progressives have been fighting super hard to do filibuster reform, so you leave the just Democrats out of it. But those old school leaders like Clyburn and Hakeem Jeffries and Adam Schiff, zero, 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 didn't lift a finger, didn't care. The minute their donors say something, though, all of a sudden they jump, they jump mm-hmm. super high. So, Kyle, I'll ask a broad question, then I want to come back to the hunger strike. 
Um, what's your sense? Um, I mean, you're the National Student Organizing Manager, right? What's your st sense of how pissed students and young people are about the Democratic Party? We are extremely pissed. Again, we've been living in a broken system our entire lives. And we'll never see a pathway to the policies that we care about, like ending the student debt crisis, having healthcare that's affordable and accessible, making sure that our climate doesn't and our the environment around us doesn't burn up. Um, so it's extremely frustrating to see that the Democratic Party has yet again failed to deliver on the prom the very promises that they gave to us when they were campaigning during the 2020 elections. Yeah, because it, it, people in Washington, uh, they're so corrupt and they're so used to the establishment mm -hmm. that when I tell them the young progressives are outraged at the Democratic Party, they don't believe me, they think I'm lying. Uh, but guest after guest after guest says the same thing, right? Uh, and, and by the way, now finally for the first time, black folks are starting to get mad at the Democratic Party. Uh, so uh, it, I had the same faith leaders, Reverend Green, who runs the church in Harlem, saying, "What you want me to get up in front of my pulpit and tell people the Democratic Party is going to deliver?" He was part of the hunger strike. Well, they didn't deliver. Uh, so, no. Uh, and 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 by the way, guys, none of this is to say that you should go vote for Republicans or right wingers or fascists, right? Hell no, right? But let's all find a thing called a primary. And get right in the middle of it and vote against every stupid Democratic incumbent that never wants to change and never wants to deliver on their promises. So, all right, but Kyla, the moment when you guys realized the second hunger strike wasn't gonna work, and the first one where they made you promises so you would stop doing the hunger strike, they were not, those promises were fake, they weren't gonna deliver on them, and that they instantly folded the Minute Mansion and Cinema. Said no. How did that feel? I don't know if you were in the room, but you know, what do you do? You then instantly give up the hunger strike? How crestfallen are people? What happened? Um, for me, at least, I was definitely completely depleted when I we saw the news from the vote. Um, you know, we had young people, me myself, put our very health and lives on the line to make it. To just stress the urgency of having democracy reform made in this country, um, the urgency that young people are feeling as our democracy crumbles around us. Again, we inherited a broken system, and so it was it was frustrating, it was angering, it was disappointing to see because again, like these are not just young people who have just you know, magically went on a strike just for no reason. These are young people who adamantly care about our futures and the present that we live in right now. And so again, um, the Democratic Party needs to stand up and needs to like realize that young people will not continue to vote for them and call them the, the, the party of democracy if they're not even willing to pass a comprehensive common sense bill. So let me ask you, do young people have a sense of why the Democrats never deliver? It's corruption, dark money has been plaguing our democracy since honestly the beginning of America. And so um, young people, we're not stupid. We, we understand exactly what's happening and what's going on and it's been going on for decades. And so again, it's disappointing that the Democratic Party 
definitely emphasize that they want to bring more young people into the fold, but they're not really doing a good job and not delivering on any of the promises they made to us as young people. Again, we are the generation that's going to be voting for the, um, the Democratic Party time and time again. Um, again, young people were the um, the catalyst for Joe Biden winning in 2020. And so again, young people will not turn out. I've heard and talked to young people who said they will not turn out for the Democratic Party or any party in that matter unless they fight for meaningful, comprehensive democracy reform. And unfortunately, they did not fight hard enough for it. Well, Kylie, ding, 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 we have a winner. See, that's why I didn't want to say it ahead of time because I suspected that you were going to say the same thing. Corruption, of course it's the corruption. And Kyla, aren't you guys like tired of, or maybe you don't even see mainstream media, I don't know. Because cable news is so ancient, I don't know if any young person actually watches it anymore. But aren't you tired of mainstream media, including all the way through New York Times, pretending that there isn't corruption in politics? Pretending that Mansion and Cinema didn't vote based on their donors, but voted out of principle? Definitely, for the last, since March of last year, we were organizing young people across this country to get this bill passed. Having them call their senators, email them, have social media posts, actually meet with over 20 Senate offices. We did everything right, and then we escalated to a hunger strike. We put our bodies on the line, we got arrested. None of that was enough. And it signals to us as young people that there are no systems of accountability to hold our elected officials to the standard that they themselves put on representing us. And so again, the Democratic Party needs to take a long, hard look at themselves and the policies that they support and do not pass and re-examine some things because they will not have the same power that they had in 2020 elections when it came to young people supporting them. Yeah, so news to mainstream media and establishment Democrats. Nobody's buying your BS anymore, okay? With it, in the old days, all we had was mainstream media. And they would lie and lie and lie and tell us the Democratic leadership was so wonderful when they passed nothing. They called Nancy Pelosi a master legislator a billion times when she's barely passed anything her entire career. So she said she was gonna do voting rights. She said she was gonna do $15 minimum wage. She said she was gonna do all these things. And it's not just on her, it's on Schumer, it's on Hoyer, it's on Biden, it's on all of them. They didn't do any of it, and Kyla, I guarantee you, after the next election, you know who they're gonna blame? They're not gonna look in the mirror, they're not gonna blame themselves, they're not gonna blame their donors, they're gonna blame you, okay? They're gonna say not enough young people showed up to vote, not enough progressives showed up to vote, they cost us the election, it's their fault. And when they say that, which is an absolute guarantee, write it down in stone. The Democrats will say it and almost everyone in media will say it. When they say that, what's gonna be your reaction? I'm gonna say young people have been, are willing and again, put everything on the line to make sure that the Democratic Party had everything they needed to make the moves to get this bill passed and to get the policies that young people are desperately calling and asking for. So again, we will not turn out for you all. We will not go out and vote for you all unless you show us that you actually care about our voices being heard. Again, we were on the ground all of last year doing the work that you told us to do and you still did not deliver. That's very disappointing and it shows that you care more about your dark money donors than you care about the people who put you in the office in the first place. That, that right there, ladies and gentlemen, was truth. Um, all right, one last thing, Kyla, we've been talking about your pack. What is Unpack? 
Yes, so Unpack is an organization of young people and students organizing for democracy reform. Last year, our mission was to get the Freedom to Vote John R. Lewis Act passed. We do that by educating young people to make the connections between the issues that they care about and democracy reform. And then we take that raised awareness and organize them to pressure our elected officials to do their actual jobs. Right now we are taking a break. Again, we are all completely exhausted and depleted from the hunger strike. But make no mistake, we will be back. We will have a plan to empower young people to change this country and to get meaningful democracy reform. Love it, it's un-pack.org and we'll always have the link down below if you're watching later on YouTube or Facebook. So you can just click on it and check out their organization. Kyla Frank, you're brilliant, thank you for joining us, appreciate it. Thank you for having me.